Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri, yeah, joined as always on this terrific Tuesday by Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, yeah, Sean DePaz has yet no, to come out of retirement. Not. He's not out of retirement quite yet. However, we do have the Diefen Beef ready to join us. <laughs> And before we talk ASU football, man, you were a part of a special, special performance last night. Yeah, I'm just a special guy. I'm Rally Shane. What can I say? 13 unanswered runs by the D-backs after I put on a hot dog costume. I mean, there's not much else you can do about it. (laughs) The Phillies didn't stand a chance when you went out there in the middle of fourth, man. Yeah, really sucked. Um, I talked about it on the bet show today, but probably the worst beat I've ever seen live. Um, And that's all about I'm going to say. (laughs) <laughs> okay i won't i won't put you through too much of that then and we'll go straight into asu football um we are now just a couple of days away from the season officially being underway and i mean the, the coordinator spoke today um uh, they echoed a lot of what was said from what herm had to say and really what we've heard from them these last couple of weeks it was nothing really new from donnie um or from glenn however I am interested to hear what you think or who you think this NAU game is going to be more important for, uh, whether it be Glenn Thomas's offense or Donnie Henderson's defense. This is the first time that really either one of these guys are going to be in this role for ASU. Uh, we, we've talked about how the expectation is that ASU is going to dominate NAU on Thursday. Um, again, barring anything ridiculous, but I mean, I mean, who do you think this game is more important for? Do you think it is more important for for Glenn to get this offense going, or for Donnie to see what he's got on defense? Um, the offense is probably the more unknown, so I'd probably say the offense. But it's huge for both of them. Uh, the defense can step on them, as I said yesterday, and really cause havoc. But we we know some of what we can get from the defense. We don't really know what this offense is going to look like, probably whatsoever. So I'd say Glenn Thomas. If Glenn Thomas can get creative and because we've, as ASU fans, you know, they've been put through the trials and tribulations of boring offenses and nothing really creative play calling wise. The most creative thing we saw last year was Elijah Badger end arounds. And that was fun, but we need more than that. So hopefully we'll see some creative play calling. Um, I think that would really inspire ASU fans if they do some weird stuff. I know you don't want to pull out all the, all the, all the stops on your first game, but especially against NAU, but just something screen passes um, options RPOs just something do something different don't just don't just line up under center and try to figure it out I would really don't yeah. want to see that yeah I think it's gonna be interesting because I mean you figure with all of the guys that came in after spring ball right there's a good handful and a good a good chunk that are gonna be playing significantly for ASU this season like this is the first time after a month really of them learning the offense that they're going to have to get out there. And, you know, you, you can say whatever you want about NAU, like it's still a collegiate football team um, that's going to get out there. And they're obviously trying to upset ASU at home. Um, so, I mean, you do got to take that with a grain of salt, but I, I'm interested to see how this offense is different than it was in the spring, right? Because in the spring it was Paul Tyson or Trenton Borgay that were like, okay, well, this is, this is unfortunately what the offense is going to look like. And now you've got Emory in there. And it's kind of like you said, there's a lot of weapons and it's it's going to be unique to see 
how that all gels together. And I think that's also another huge part is they got to take the NAU game as an opportunity to get in sync with each other, um, especially these wideouts in Emory, man. Like, cause there's still so many unknowns, right? Despite the depth chart getting released yesterday, like you've, you've got to still have some questions about the receiver position, right? You got to have a lot. There was a lot of oars yesterday. Um, <laughs> I wasn't able to get to practice today because of stuff in the studio, but apparently Emory was firing today. He looked, apparently yeah. it looked really good. So that, that, that would be huge. It, yeah. Being in sync is just, it's so big. They, they, they really need to have a great day. Um, in terms of passing the ball. And I, I'm not worried about the run game. I'm not really worried about the yeah. line. Um, you just really hope that your Cam Johnsons and Elijah Badgers can do something. Because I think I think Andre Johnson and Brian Thompson will be fine. But you hope you, you hope your your three, four, five guys are re- really, really in sync tomorrow. Or Thursday, excuse me. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see, too, the, the penalties and miscues that were such an issue for – ASU, not only last year, but like for the last couple of seasons Bro. under her, right? Like this team hasn't been very disciplined. Um, so you just that that would be honestly one of the biggest takeaways from Thursday is if they can play a clean football game where like I yes, like you want them to win by 20 plus points, right? But like I'd be happy if they win by like 17 points and they don't have any penalties or any turnovers. Yeah. Just play a clean game of football. Yeah, turnovers turnovers weren't terrible last year. Um, they weren't great, but they weren't terrible. Yeah, it was a ton of ton of ton of penalties. Um, yeah, that would be really nice. But if I could bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the first play of the game, I would bet on a full start. <laughs> would <kidding>. you? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my bleh. gosh! The the line is finally set, right? Is it? I believe it is set. I believe it is set at twenty seven. Oh, yeah, look at that, Toties. Yeah, it's it's up there, man. It is uh I wasn't expecting it to be that high. You know who was? You were. You were. Yeah, I said 28. Come on now. I think are you checking it right now? Yeah, let me look. I, I believe it's at 27 and a half. Um, so take that for, for what you it will. Yet. It's not up yet. Uh-uh. Okay, well, I know there there are some sports books that have it up at 27 and a half. Uh, so we'll still wait and see what DK has it on. Um, and if it's not up by tonight, then we can ask the head of drafting sportsbook, Johnny Avello, tomorrow when he's on the show mm-hmm. um, at 3 o'clock. Uh, but while everybody waits for the ASU NAU line, you guys should still go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PHNX because you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game that's code phnx only a DraftKings sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the nfl minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for more details i believe we're 12 days away from the nfl season officially getting underway or something around eight. that eight days i think yeah, it's 12 days then till till sunday but yeah. thursday yep i'm so excited i'm honestly excited to just see sean like in his element when it's bills rams just to see what that's like Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see but that's exciting definitely go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app uh, before we move on to anything else I still want to talk a little bit about Donnie Henderson um, and what this game is going to mean for him um, obviously he he spent time under Herm as the defensive coordinator with the Jets we've heard Herm talk about it a lot we've heard Donnie talk about it a lot um, one of the first things that 
Herm said about Donnie was he is not afraid to get off script. He is not afraid to get really aggressive when things don't go according to plan. I'm really interested to see, assuming everything goes to plan, how aggressive he is like on schedule. Like, is this going to be a team that only gets aggressive when things aren't going according to plan? Or is this a team that's going to be aggressive at all times? Um, and Shane, you could chime in here, but like, I feel like with this team, with the weapons that they have on defense and the, the lack of depth at certain positions, I feel like they have to be aggressive more often than not, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, as I said yesterday, like you can really demoralize your opponent in these type of games if you just come out firing on all cylinders on defense. Like it, it depends on who starts with the ball first, but if the defense is out there first and, and you get a, you get a sack or two or, or just don't allow a first down, a three and out on a scripted yeah. drive, you're feeling good. So I would not mind aggressiveness on the first drive of the game. I would I, I would I would hope that that's what it is. Yeah, 100%. Um, another important thing, I think, for Thursday's game is going to be we're going to get a look at the linebacker depth, um, a position that was super strong in the spring. And then kind of as time has gone on, it has slowly become maybe the – I don't want to say the weakest position, but the position with maybe the fewest or the just the biggest lack of depth, right? Because outside of Connor Soley, Merlin Robertson, and Kyle Soley, like you've got Will Schaefer – and then other than that, it's not really like anybody else that anybody really knows um, or that's really done anything in spring camp or fall camp for that matter. So I think it's going to be interesting when you, when you get those twos and threes in, assuming ASU is up by a lot of points, just to see what they can do against an opponent like NAU uh, because these reps are going to be super, super valuable. And we're going to jump into that and we'll talk about uh, who these reps specifically are going to be super important for. But – Got to tell everybody about the big event that we got going on tomorrow, Wednesday at Four Peaks. I've already had some people in my DMs asking me, is it the Tempe location? What time was everybody going to be there? Um, it's tomorrow, the Tempe location. ASU show will be going about three, but there are shows starting, I believe, at 11 with Coyotes. You got bets at noon. It is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so get out there. And while we're on the topic of the last Wednesday, we're going to be announcing our Toast of the Month sweepstakes winner tomorrow so you've still got time to enter to win the toast of the month sweepstakes if you do win you're going to walk away with a 50 dollars four peaks gift card a phnx shirt of your choice and a phnx annual membership go to gophnx.com or click on the link in the show notes you got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly it's going to be a lot of fun shane are you what time are you getting there tomorrow <laughs> come on buddy early? I said everything i said everything up i'm the backbone of this early. company brother <laughs> So early. I'm getting there as soon as I, as soon as he everyone, said, I'm, 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 I'm one of the first people there. He said, I'm going to get there tonight. You're going to camp out. So if you want to yeah, go say hi well. to Shane, who's camping out there, uh, definitely go have some fun. Um, but let's talk about the players for a second. We talked about the coordinators and it's obviously going to be a big game for them. Uh, there are obviously a lot of players who Thursday's game is going to be ASU fans. First time seeing them in maroon and gold. Um, so that's just going to be fun. However, who do you think on the offensive and defensive side of the ball this game is going to be most important for and why? Can't say Emory, right? That's cheating. I mean, you could say Emory if you genuinely believe it, but this is where I come. This is like my response to like Emory. Have, like, I don't necessarily think this NAU game is that important for him, right? We we know what Emory is capable of doing. We saw him in the SEC. Yeah, I think the receiving core is 
it, it and Emery are like the same thing. Like if they can, if they can both, you know, click, if they can all click, then I think that's a huge sign. But yeah, if I had to single out one guy, it would probably on the offense, it would either be Xavian just to see what he looks like against or not against talent. Cause there's not really, I don't know. Man. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. It's so hard to say. Cause if somebody has a big game, it's like, whatever it's NAU, but if somebody sucks. Yeah. It's like, Oh no, that's bad. Um, I, I'm just going to say the receiving core. I'm going to be a little cheater. I'm saying the receiving core. Okay. Every single receiver. Okay. Uh, a couple guys that I got listed off that I, I think you want to see them have big games and it's important for them to start off the season. Um, on a strong foot specifically ben scott right starting at center Mm -hmm. this offensive line is kind of makeshift with the fact that a lot of these guys weren't here last year um so as pretty much the quarterback of the offensive line i think it's going to be super big for him to just make sure everything is correct against a defensive front like nau that really lacks depth lacks talent lacks size um this offensive line needs to own and he used defensive front, and it's going to start with Ben Scott. Yeah. Um, other other guys on offense, Xavier Valade, exactly like you said, man. Like we've seen him against ASU at like half speed. We know what he did at Wyoming, but like I want to see this guy go for 200 yards against NAU on Thursday. <laughs> like I think he's got that capability. Does he not? He definitely does. Definitely does. I th- and like the expectations at running back over the last you know five to ten years have been pretty sizable. Right, Rashad White, Eno Benjamin, Demario Richard, uh, Kalen Balaj, like he is expected to be the next great ASU running back, whether it is for a season or not. Like he's got some big shoes to fill, uh, and that all starts Thursday. Uh, other guys on offense: Elijah Badger, Cam Johnson, probably more Cam than Elijah, just because I feel like Cam didn't have the greatest fall camp. Um, mm-hmm. I think there were you know some hefty expectations with him coming from Vanderbilt, the SEC. Um, so I, I think he needs to go out there, have a big game. Elijah Badger obviously needs to have a big game. Um, defensively, Roe Torrance stepping in, expect him to play heavy minutes this year. Uh, but with Jordan Clark gone for the, this week, uh, and to Marcus Davis as well, like Roe has to be that guy on defense. The corners have to shut them down completely. Yeah. Cause if you're have if you're struggling against NAU, uh Oh, like if, 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 I don't, I, again, I, what I'm most excited for is to see what this defensive scheme is going to look like. Like, are they mm-hmm. going to play a lot of man this year? Uh, are, are they going to line up in that 3-4? Are they going it, to – it's so strange because it's such a different – obviously different DC, but also just a different defense. So, yeah, I mean, I think you'll have three linebackers on the field at all times, but it, it, are, are, are they going to blitz? Are, are, are you going to run one high, two high? It's it's really interesting to see. So if Rowe gets put out in single coverage a couple times and he's just locked down island over there, I'm gonna be fired up. Even though it's against NAU, I'm gonna be fired up because cornerback is the hardest yeah. position to play in football, um, and in all sports, in my opinion. So I, I, yeah. I'm excited to see that. And yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a good one, Rowe Torrens, because not only is he gonna have to be CB one this week, most likely, um, he's also gonna have to 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 hold his de- hold his ground on whatever side of the field he's on. Yeah. And the expectation again, like a guy coming from Auburn who has played against some top level talent, like on a big stage, the expectations are bigger for you than they are for like, I, you could argue, I feel like that the expectations for row Torrance, our corner amongst fans probably are bigger 
than the expectations for Xavier and Valade. Strictly mm-hmm. because he is coming from Auburn versus Valade is coming from Wyoming. Now, the position is obviously different, um, but it, there's just people expect more from you when you come from a yeah. conference like that. So we'll see what comes of that. The last guy I got is Joe Moore, um, a guy who, you know, I don't know how many people expected him to be listed ahead of Trevez Moore. Um, obviously, Trevez and Joe will probably get, uh, you know, I expect them to probably split time, even though Joe is technically the starter. But a younger defensive lineman, you talked about it on yesterday's show, right? Like this guy is supposed to be the future of the ASU defensive line. You got to start it off strong. And this is how you're going to do it against a bad team like NAU. Uh, because the the very next week you're up against Oklahoma State, who's I guarantee you's got a far better offensive line than than the Lumberjacks. So you're definitely going to need to go out there um, and perform. And hey, I don't know how many burritos he's had from Burrito Express, mm. but I know Daniel Ngata has been hooking his boys up on the offensive line, defensive line, uh, on on really both sides of the ball. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe the entire ASU season, not just Daniel Gata season, is powered by Burrito Express. I know the show is powered by Burrito Express. I know my lunch is going to be powered by Burrito Express. Um, so I know that you lied to me today. And didn't bring you a burrito? Yep. Listen, man. Look, I, I want to apologize in advance for not giving you a burrito. However, my defense is I didn't want it to get cold. That's That's my defense. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not taking that. You're not taking that? No. We have microwaves or just microwave? We have microwave. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I'll bring you a burrito at some point. Okay. Mm. You don't believe me? No. It's going to take a lot to mend this relationship. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like what? What's it going to take? A hug? Multiple burritos. Multiple burritos? You know what? Fine. Multiple burritos, it is. Multiple burrito supreme breakfast supremes breakfast supremes okay i got, I got you buddy <laughs> and philly's first five tonight is that Shut what the fuck up <laughs> i'm so sorry it had to be done it had to be done um we've obviously got a lot more asu football to talk about before kickoff these next couple of days tomorrow's show is going to be a lot of fun we've already talked about how it's going to be at four peaks but we will have the head of DraftKings sportsbook Johnny Avello on this show. We're going to talk to him a little bit, not just about ASU versus NAU, but looking forward to just kind of the season win totals where that's at. Uh, we could ask him about those profit boosts. We can ask him about Emory's odds to win the Heisman set at 20,000. Um, so th- there's definitely a lot to, to discuss with him. So be sure if you're not going to be at four peaks watching live to tune in on YouTube, our YouTube channel, um, at three o'clock because that is definitely going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one more topic that I want to discuss with you, Shane, because today is a big day in our company's history. It is the fantasy draft. We have a fantasy First one football ever. draft. First one ever. So I'm going to ask you to throw some people under the bus here, which I, oh, I usually do. Usually do. But this is Fantasy football. So everything is off the table. Everybody is. It's a free-for-all here. I'm curious who you think is going to make the worst general manager in this fantasy league. You think? Why? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to get too emotional. Oh, you think he's going to be too much of a homer? Mm, No, not a homer. Just he's going to get too emotionally invested in his players. Like Julio Jones, he's going to have a big game at some point. He's going to leave him in his lineup for like six weeks. This is a four-team team league. 
Yeah, it's a big boy league. It's a big boy league. There are a lot of people in this league. Uh, who are you most excited to beat? Sean, easy. He's going to have Josh Allen, like James Cook, Gabriel Davis, and Stephon Diggs in his lineup. And I'm like, what are you doing, Sean? Don't forget Bill's here? defense. Don't forget Bill's defense. Yeah. Well, Bill's defense actually would be a good pick. Um, you don't think Josh yeah. Allen or the other guys would be good picks? Oh, no. He's going to reach for them. Oh, uh, okay. He's so going to drop Josh Allen in the first round. That's my next question is who do you think is just simply going to reach on too many guys? Uh, Sean. Really? I think it's going to be Mac. No. I think Mac's going to be reaching for some Broncos way too early. Yeah. Definitely could see that. Like, should Definitely take a rust. Like I a, am a, a fantasy football savant. I don't know if the people know this, but really? I've dominated the past like five years of fantasy football. Oh, yeah. I've gotten lucky, but like, I just put myself in a position to win. Is fantasy football like the perfect combination of like luck and skill? Or do you no, think it is more one or the other? That's crap. Okay. So this is more luck then? No, craps is definitely more luck, but it's a perfect combination of luck and skill. So fantasy is more skill than luck, I would say. But okay. just barely. Barely. Okay. And then who do you think is going to be? Give me, I'll ask for two here. Who do you think is going to be the sleeper? And Frank. then who is going to be the most overrated team out of the draft? Okay, Frank is going to be a sleeper. Sean's probably going to be the most overrated because he's going to talk himself up like crazy. Sean's so confident. I am so not excited. Is he even going to be here? I have no idea. I have no idea. I know that the draft takes place in just a couple of hours, so I'm interested to see if he is actually going to be in the office. What happens if he's not? I don't know, man. Mm, I know people aren't going to be in the office to draft, but I don't know. If he's like, I'm, we haven't heard from him. Is he okay? I don't know. Do we want to call him real quick? Do we call him? No. To, are we sure? Actually, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Let me let me get Sean. Deep I'll, I'll I'll entertain the people um, by talking about our new sponsor. Huh? Yes. How about it. it? Big big announcement time, my friends. Big one. We got a new sponsor. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. I am one of those as well. Or if you just want to, if you're downtown, maybe you're at Four Peaks and you want to go to the ASU game, but you don't have tickets yet. Or you're downtown, you want to go to the Suns game. Go on Game Time app. It's the best. If you love PHNX, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description of this show or any of our live shows. But you can also scroll down um, in the description of this pod and go ahead and click on that link. Support us. Support yourself. Support your wallet with the Game Time app. All right. Let's see. Let's see uh, if Sean answers. Dun, dun. Calling. There's no way he answers. You don't think so? No. No, he's got to answer, right? No. Got a fantasy draft in it. There's no. It's one in the afternoon. <laughs> he said when he was in New York, he slept until three. Three Eastern or three our time. Three Eastern, but he's still in New York. That's fair. All he's right. really not going to pick up the no, phone. No, not he doesn't. He bar- he rarely picks the phone. Does he have a? Does he have a? Uh, voice Your call wow! Wow! All right, anything else, Toachy? Before we get out of here? Yeah, got to tell everybody about more furniture, my guy. Oh, Are you yeah. kidding me? Um, can't wait for everybody to see the new studio. Um, I personally can't wait for it all to be done. It is just from what I saw yesterday in the last couple of days, there isn't a studio quite like it. There's not an office like it. Like I've worked in newsrooms, I've worked in offices. This takes the cake. 
Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with more furniture. Um, they hooked us up with literally all of the greatest stuff that you guys will see very soon. New studio, new furniture, the whole nine yards. And if you want a home like our office, like our studio, um, if you're interested in checking out all of their stuff, their Labor Day sale, visit morefurniture.com. I promise you, you will not regret it. Like we said, we will be live tomorrow at 3 p.m. for Peaks. It's going to be a blast. Definitely come out and say hello. Let's have a beer. Let's have some chicken tendies, and let's talk ASU football. Uh, also, one last thing, Megan Bartlett, Natasha Adair, Diamondbacks are 1-0 when they throw out the first pitch. Yep, facts. They're also the Diamondbacks are also 1-0 when I run in a hot dog costume. So That is true. And, well. ASU night. I, ASU night in general. 1-0. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just – you can't look past the turning point in the game. You just can't. You're right. You're right. It's – you know, it was – you sacrificed. You made I a did. sacrifice for the people. Sacrificed and I'm a sure lot of coin. They thank you. They, they thank you. I thank you. This network's thank you. Um, and we would all thank you if you guys decided to follow us at PHNX underscore Sun Devils on Twitter. I've got a lot of great content there, and it's only going to get better – uh, throughout the season. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef, and you can follow the man who is still yet to come out of retirement, Sean underscore DePause, reaching on fantasy players as always. And we will be back on Wednesday. But for now, have a great day, guys.